0: For 25 years, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard, so is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding right your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader, too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time?
1: Taskalize Anything, the podcast where we give away a free car. No. We give away a free car. Wondry gives away a free car for every third listener. Good luck quantifying (laughs) that. So today on the pod, it's me and I'm back with my, my, I almost said one arm, my baby armed assistant. I have two arms. Softest of all the arms. And Blanche, smallest of hogs, licking her paws on the floor. You guys, hopefully we're catching you on a run, at a workout, going to work. Maybe you're a trucker. Maybe you're in a car. Maybe you're picking up your kids. We're here to bring some levity and light to your life by answering your questions, culled from the annals of the internet, annals that are specifically funneled into our annals. Let's get some questions answered. Let's get some lives fixed. Nay, saved. Lauren Modica, underscore
0: 216, How do you deal with all the hate and backlash that people give you? Let's start with that. Are you
1: Lauren Modica? Right. Because I hate you so much. How do you deal with the hatred constantly emanating off your assistant? (laughs) Seething (laughs) from my assistant from the basement where she's chained. I mean, works. Look, hate is a relative thing, and backlash is a relative thing. And, you know, people are always like, "Oh, oh, you signed up for this. When... When most of us decided to be comics or get into show business, the Internet wasn't the cesspool that it is now, and there wasn't this immediate feedback of people's opinions. I have to be honest, sometimes my feelings get hurt. I think nobody ever wants to be misunderstood. And sometimes as an artist, you'll say things you didn't mean or wanted to say a different way. But such is this medium. You're throwing things against a wall. And the amount of times I've said things that have made people feel good versus bad, it's a way higher percentage. It's a law of averages kind of thing. And sometimes you're just some people are going to get offended. So there's different kinds of hate. There's, you know, someone says something shitty like, you're not funny. comes with the territory. took a lot of years for me to realize that not everyone's going to like me. But I also am not in the business of making sure everybody likes me. I am here to make art, and I'm here to be the best version of myself. And believe you me, no one is ever more disappointed in me than myself at times. God. You know, but I, I always take it as more of a sign of that person's weakness when you say something that's a joke, and they're like,
0: oh, you shamed my choices, and you said you don't like combs, and I like combs,
1: and I don't brush my hair in an organized way, and you're just a bad feminist. No, you're a bad feminist. You're the fucking piece of shit who's so—I who's I think Joey Diaz rubbed off on me—who's so <laughs> sensitive that you're selfishly putting it on other people. I'm not running for office yet. Oh, God. I'm trying to make people laugh and— uh, The amount of hatred spewed at entertainers or at people, it's really more of an indication of how you're existing on this planet. Have I said negative things? For sure. Have I picked fights with people? For sure. But all we can ever strive to do is to be better than we were the day before. So hate and backlash, I don't really consider it.
0: Well, at this point, you don't have to be famous to get hate on the internet.
1: That's the other thing. Like, no matter what you do, people are going to get angry. People are going to say
0: mean things. People said mean
1: things to me on the internet. I just got to breathe through it. People have said stuff. Sometimes it's dumb. Like, sometimes within a shitty comment, they'll have a misspelling and a grammar (laughs) error and something that's inaccurate. Uh, I think what kills—what bothers me the most is when I am misunderstood and they say something— and you're like, okay, well, that's not me. Like, one guy wrote to my publicist. He was like, I heard Eliza doesn't allow any men at her shows, so I will be boycotting her. And it's like, okay, that's not only impossible, but good luck telling the several hundred shows a year that I do that no men were there. Like, what yeah. do you – he just – he heard that from somewhere, and he made that up. So it's scary that people run with information that, and then hate you based off that. Right. Or you'll say one thing once and then forever – I mean, I've done that. I heard one celebrity one time—I'm not going to say the name because she's fine— said, I don't—she like was pregnant, and I remember she said, I don't like having big boobs. They make me feel slutty. And as a girl with big boobs, I was like, fuck you. And I held it against this person who I've never met forever. And then I was like, all right, it's been a decade. I need to let this go. They said something <laughs> dumb. It, it's not uh, the entirety of their experience on this planet. Oh, I have a lot of celebrity vendettas. That I should let go of, I guess. I think I have a lot of vendettas with people who don't matter, like someone in line at Starbucks or a guy in traffic. And I'm like, I hope you spontaneously combust. But at the end of the day, it is about spreading more love. Uh, than than hate. Negative. Well,
0: have you yeah. ever, because I never have and I don't understand the mindset of people who go onto someone's Instagram that they don't like or Facebook or Twitter and say something to them mean like this is stupid, I hate this, whatever. Right. Then why are you here? Like I, Elizabeth Banks had a new website years ago and it was really well designed. And I was like, wow, this is such a great website because... Sometimes people don't understand the internet, their website. So he's like, Why are you sucking up to her? What do you think you're going to get out of
1: this, you stupid idiot? And I was like, what? No. That says more about them, that they're the kind of person that would do it. Sometimes you do. I always feel like shit, like I always like try to open, hold open a door, or the worst is when you say, like, hey, would you want me to take a picture of your family instead oh. of just you, and they say no, <laughs> no. and you're like, okay, I'll just go kill myself. That's what you have to tell, I have to tell my dad, I'm like, no, they're taking a selfie, don't offer to take their picture when we were doing tourists, I always feel like the universe is like, don't even try to be nice, because we're going to make you feel like shit, but one must fight against it, and you must continue to try to be kind, even in the face of adversity, I really do feel, though, it says more about people. Like when I'm doing a Facebook Live or an Instagram Live, and you'll get someone from some country that you've never been to that's just like, fuck, fuck you, fuck. (laughs) And I'm like, you just want to be noticed. Yeah. It's – it's. I always – for me, it always comes down to I'm not going to fuck you. If you're taking the time to tell me without cause why you don't like me, either you're jealous or you want to fuck me. There well, is no in between.
0: Half the time when somebody says something mean if the celebrity acknowledges them, they're like, Oh my god, I never thought you'd see this. Hi, I, I yeah. love your work. And
1: it's like what what? It's just it just means There's that they're putting it out into the void. A lesser being. All right. You wanna you wanna make an honest argument? I'm not hard to find. Oh, God, don't tell people to find you. It's not like it's not public information.
0: I mean, yeah, but I will tell you, hey, everybody, stop sending Eliza Facebook messages. She's never going to read them. Emily has to read them. I only check the Instagram ones. You check Instagram and you check Twitter. Yeah, like public, like tweet at her. People yeah. will write on a
1: Facebook wall, like you'll post a picture of Blanche and they'll be like, when are you coming to Minneapolis? Like, Thank you so much for asking on this forum that I totally <laughs> check all the time. No way did I not spend thousands of dollars on a website dedicated to answering <laughs> this question.
0: That might still be your Facebook bio. It ha- it was for years. Your Facebook bio was like, please go to my website. Please I spent money on <laughs> It's
1: just my name. It's not even like Eliza underscore Schlesinger slash funny. It's just I Eliza. Know, and you got the dot com. I got the .com. I got the Twitter because I killed the other girl. That spells it with an I. Oh, God. I found her while she was sleeping. And I murdered her and took her her domain. When you ask someone what language they took in school, usually it's like with an eye roll. They're like "Mm, French. Mayor. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, ask Eliza Anything listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit Rosettastone.com slash Eliza. That's fifty percent off unlimited access to twenty five language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your fifty percent off at Rosettastone.com slash Eliza today. I'm busy. so I never get bored. I'm trying to do less meat in general and they have wonderful vegan and veggie options. I just made a vegan mushroom marsala and I made an onion risotto. Just because you're eating vegetarian doesn't mean you can't eat deliciously. It had roasted garlic green beans. It was scrumptious.
0: All right, so besides uh, breaking into people's houses, we have some other— Yeah, yeah. How are we going to find friends? Claudio Franzen wants to know. I feel that I have less close friends as a middle-aged man with a lot of kids. Can life be meaningful without friends?
1: I feel that I have less close friends—so you're the middle-aged man with a lot of kids. And you have less close friends. It's an interesting phenomenon. Scott, perhaps you want to weigh in on this because I think we're all kind of the same age here. Emily, I have no idea how old you are. Um, (laughs) As you start to get older and move away from that pack mentality of college or high school, your friends – I did a whole – I wrote a whole episode of my show, Forever 31, which is still on the ABC digital platform, about this – if it becomes too hard, your friends kind of start to fall away. Some of your friends get married. Some have kids. And if you don't have common interests that bind you consistently, you just don't have time. I have plenty of friends that I like a lot, and I'll see them on a birthday. But I, I, I made a plan on Monday to hang out with someone on Friday. And on Tuesday, I was like, I can already feel that I don't want to go. I need to cancel. Mm-hmm. And it's not that they're not fun. It's just you only have so many hours in the day. So, honestly, you have kids. Um... Can life be meaningful without friends? No, that's insane, but not as many friends as you once had because you're just you've got more responsibilities now. It's weird when people have no friends right. Like, I have very few friends. I can't even say it's by design. it's just I just don't have time. yeah, but, you're very busy but if I threw a party, people would be there of people come for to eat free dip. Free the kind of people that are like I don't like you always get people that that are like all right, all my friends are pets. It's like you're a fucking weirdo.
0: Well, I guess in this we don't She's know. Like, Let's not be too hasty. No, we just we don't know the significant other situation. Do the children have another parent? Oh yeah, that is you're it just with? you? Because oh, yeah. I I think it's interesting when two people are married. Then your friends kind of have to be people you both like, or you kind of get saddled. Like, your parents will have, my parents have couple friends, and one will be really cool, and the other is really weird. And you kind of have to put up
1: with the other one. Now that I'm part of a couple, it is hard to find another couple that both of you love. Yeah. Like, our friends Laura and Jordan, we love going out with them. They're great drinkers. I've known Mm -hmm. her forever. Jordan's fucking great. We have the best time. We have this other couple. I'm friends with the girl. Mm -hmm. And the boyfriend's great. We went out to brunch the other day. Obviously, me and She and I decided it, and we got home, and my husband was like, I was like, what's wrong? He's like, I just—we were there for two hours, and I don't know what we were talking about. I don't know why it had to be so long. I'm like, you're totally right. I didn't even—it's rare that all four click.
0: That's hard. Yeah, that's hard to do. So hard. he has all these kids— he has to find time to go hang out with just someone he really wants to spend time with. That means that the three hours after work where your kids are awake, you now are using for something else. For jerking off. Listen to me.
1: <laughs> no, for making friends. Here's my tip for girls, okay? um, Because it's always this trope that the girl's like, why are you going out with your friends? What about me? Like as if she doesn't have a life. I have very little free real estate in my life. And even if there is drinking involved, I'm like, do I want to spend it this way? Calories, time, hangovers, exhaustion, whatever. I encourage my husband to go out with his friends all the time. Of course I'm invited and they're lovely people, but I look cool because I'm like, go hang out with your friends. Nobody really cares if your wife comes. Like, I'm sure they like me, but no one's like, oh, we sure do hope this other girl comes so that when we talk about basketball, she can nod along we got to find another chair at the restaurant. Yeah, and then go. I don't want him to come out when I go out with my girlfriends. Right. You don't want to be the part of the couple that's like, can my boyfriend come? Because I can't go alone anywhere. No. You be your own person, and you can be a couple for, like, a gala. Mm-hmm. But this idea that it's always... Can I bring my significant other? Can he slam along? Cool. So you're the one girl with the husband, and everyone else is. Then you don't get to bond with the women in the same way. Right. Same thing with guys. Like, don't be a tool. Learn to walk on your own two tits. Walk around on those tits. So, Claudio, just walk around on your tits. Walk there around you on your go. tits, Claudio. Also, the answer is life is not meaningful without friends, but you don't need as many as uh, sitcoms suggest that you do. Right.
0: Like, how many If it, how many close friends do you think a person should have? Like, somebody you could call and hang out with. Okay. You need your
1: childhood best friend, your college best friend, and the friend that understands your job.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I have those three. Okay. They don't always answer the phone, and then I have to, like, call my parents. <laughs> You need uh-huh. different friends for different things. Like, the friend yes. that I would complain to about my parents, I wouldn't necessarily complain to about stand-up. Mm-hmm. Not everybody is like me and can handle all things. Oh, boy. I am a you one-stop. love listening
0: to other people's complaints.
1: I love—you know what I love the most? This should be my top of the cob— mm-hmm. I love hearing people talk shit about people I don't know. Right. You like gossip. You don't like complaints, so you want to gossip. I don't even care. I don't even need to know who the person is. No. You say to me, do you want to hear about this horrible person at my job? I'm like, yes. Let me put in my order. I'm going to come sit down. (laughs) Please tell me everything. And I will start stories like that. I'll be like, do you want to hear something about someone you don't know? It's a great way to vent. And it's a great warning. Like, it's a great warning. I'll never use the name. So then when they meet you, Emily, maybe they put two and two together. <laughs> like, I'm not going to say her You're name. You're like, this, there's this weird person that's always at my house. Always at my house. She has a cat. Her name is not Emily. <laughs> I love it. People are like, don't spread negativity. It's, it's a big part of getting it out. Otherwise, you are going to grow a tumor. Oh. You got to get it out. That's where tumors come from. It's true. Ajita. You can get cancer from just holding things in. Holding in <gasps> complaints. Oh, that's my bottom of the cob. All right. Oh, do you have a tumor you haven't told me about? No, but this is about cancer, and I think you know what I'm going to say. Okay, this is, you guys are going to stay tuned, because I have something outrageous to tell you after the break. <laughs> just kidding. There's no <laughs> so break. All right. Here we go. Okay. I want to ask
0: you about this. This interested me. Buzz about B... Wants to know. I'm dying to know your take on the Street Strider and outdoor elliptical. So I've pulled up. I know a what picture. it
1: is. You know what it I know looks what it is like. because I didn't know what it is. And you, looked I didn't it know out. what it was. For those of you uh, listening, <laughs> I suggest it. you pull out your phones. Uh, come to a slow roll and pull out your phones. <laughs> no. At Street Strider, it's basically a standing bicycle. It's a standing recumbent. It's, it's an, elliptical an elliptical on wheels. On wheels. So you're pedaling. <laughs> But you're standing. Uh Uh-huh. And I wanted to hate it so much because most outdoor leisure activities are for tools. Like, I saw a woman in Atlanta fall off a Segway. It like it like spun around. She couldn't control like this incredible force, and she went flying. Oh. And I had to walk away so fast because she was with her family, and she was wearing a helmet like a dork. And she was like, "Oh, I just I fell," and I was like, "That is so embarrassing." And that's what you, you have get. Such a grin as you say this. For looking, as you tell this story like a tool. I hate those fucking bird scooters. It's just litter, and it's like, do you have to get somewhere one mile an hour faster? I'm on a bird zip. That being said, the street rider, I, for some reason, don't have that same visceral <laughs> attitude. I don't have that same venom toward. It looks like fun. You and don't
0: think a Segway looks like fun? Have you no. been on one? A Segway looks dangerous. I want to go on one. I want to go on a one. I think that's what the you thing is. Go. That one big, the one wheel with the skateboard built around it and the one giant wheel What is is why? powered
1: by a battery. That's stupid looking. And you have to wear a helmet. And uh-huh. you don't understand traffic laws. Mm-hmm. I don't trust these people just zipping around on tiny automated wheels. Most people can't handle cars. Most people fall when they walk. It I want heelys. Be I have a pair of heelys. If you want to try them, oh. they're not. They're only Do you have adult size heelys? I have adult size <gasps> heelys, and they are, they only made them in children's size. Well, I have a small foot. Oh. It's a big kid heely. Oh. <laughs> they're exhausting, and like the roller skates where you have to lean forward to stop it's counterintuitive anyways the point <laughs> is if you go to street strider it seems like a fun th- like a beach cruiser like a fun thing you would do what a- do you think the turning radius is on a street strider i don't know but as an elliptical enthusiast because i don't enjoy running mm-hmm. i kind of liked it there's something about it that didn't make me angry and i think it's because it's manually operated mm-hmm. there's something holy about Like, birds and scooters and things that are electric and move you. It's just kind of like, hey, asshole, you could stand to walk a little bit. Why do we have to get so quickly from point A to point B? And you can't take it, like, a long distance. So enjoy the walk. I tried to walk home from Beverly Hills yesterday. No one would let me.
0: (laughs) I was very worried Everybody laughed at
1: me. It was a nice day. We all said, no, please. The only reason I didn't walk was because... I had shipped home uh, this special bottle of vodka from Portland, and they gave it to me yesterday at the office, and I didn't want to walk home with a bottle of vodka. Would you have walked all the way home? I would have gotten to about halfway and then asked Smokey Husky to come pick me up. because that, that, it gets There's nothing wrong with walking, and everybody needs to get over it and use your legs, because one day you won't have your legs. Next question. (laughs) Next question. The street strider did not bother me. (laughs) Okay. Well, Subtle Art of Denise says... How
0: did you stop eating bread? I can't. Keto kills me, but you are 100 goals. LOL. Now,
1: I think your goals because you're walking around outside, but also what's your bread situation? Side note, one more just warning about walking. (laughs) You are not going to lose as much weight as you think. People go on vacations. They go to, like, Europe, and they're like, it's great because we walked all day. Cool. You burn, like, maybe 200 calories. All you will be at the end of the day if you walked all day, let's say you walk five miles total, Uh you'll be exhausted. But you cannot combat the amount of pasta and gelato you will be eating. So don't even think for a second that walking all day counts as an efficient workout. If you're old and trying to get your blood pumping, yes. But there's a reason Olympic athletes aren't like, I just walked all day and I won a gold medal.
0: Have you seen that trivia fact that you burn as many calories in a hot bath as you do on a 30-minute walk? like in a 30-minute hot bath. That's such a convenient white woman thought. It really is. I was like, what? Who tested this? Somebody had to get in the tub, and a scientist had to put
1: a thing on them. Well, it would have been the same even for cold. The idea is that your body is burning calories to try to cool itself down or warm itself up. I always think I'm burning more calories when I'm cold because your body's trying to What, so you want to get in an ice bath, bath, like Missy Peregrim and stick it? No, uh, great movie. No, I think I just, you know what? I want to be slightly cold at all times so my body's constantly... (laughs) Because I'll eat, like, a meal and my nose will run because it takes all my energy to burn the food. So if you're just slightly uncomfortable at all times, girls, it, it means your body's burning calories. Oh, God. Uh, I don't know that. How did I stop eating bread? Um, I think there comes a point in everyone's life when you have had enough and you do want to make a change. And I decided to do that keto diet. The keto diet is a very fatty diet. So part of it was I, I don't eat a lot of bread anyway just because we live in L.A. and that's the nature of the world. But I had eaten so much fat and gotten so far, day three, I was like, I don't want to ruin all of that by giving in. And I was determined to make a change. You'll see. (laughs) Everybody hits that point where you're like, that's it. I'm doing something new. And it can only come from within. Also, there are bread substitutes. You don't actually want the bread. In some cases, what you're looking for is just the crunch or something to wrap up the vegetables. I mean, some people love bread, and that's gonna be your downfall. But they make uh, what looks like Cheetos out of dried beans. Yeah, like you're fi- you, Your body probably kind of doesn't know the difference. You're just looking. I found during that diet, like as long, like I went to um, like Veggie Girl once, which is not necessarily healthier for you. Like I, I didn't want to eat meat that day randomly. Mm-hmm. But it had had like a fake cheese on it. But like as long as I had the sensation of a melted cheese, I was kind of fine. Mm-hmm. But you really have to be at a place where you're like, I'm just going to make a change. And you love those cheese crisps from... Yeah, just grate some Remember. Parmesan cheese and bake it on a Silpat and you've got a crunchy cheese. What is a Silpat? A Silpat is a, it's like a plastic, it almost looks like a placemat, but it can go in your oven and it doesn't melt. Mm-hmm. So you can bake cookies on it. You can things nothing sticks, or to you it. can
0: buy it pre-made because you don't live
1: with a chef. Or you could just have like one piece of bread a day, not be a doughboy about it, and and you're fine. But some people love bread. Living in LA, I don't love bread. I've never been a big bread person. I don't like crusts, pizza crust. I'll just leave a graveyard of burnt ends. <laughs> Why would you eat pizza crust? Riddle me this. If it's stuffed,
0: otherwise no. No,
1: it's not stuffed, and that's shitty because it's never warm cheese depends here's why you're a piece of shit no it's <laughs> shitty i also haven't eaten today the stuffed uh. thing it's never goopy cheese it's never a good cheese and if it's not stuffed it's just puffy bread why are we eating crust well so they're trying to get you it's to eat part. it now Back oh i thought best. you were agreeing with me no, behind I'm the glass I'm shaking my head violently now oh i soldier through that little cheese yellow brick
0: road to get up to the Emerald City, that is the crust.
1: Oh, okay. how <laughs> do you just eat the crust that's my first? That's reward for
0: eating the crust. Like rest a Martian, chicken. it's so good. Well, no, because that, thats just bad etiquette. You don't do
1: that. But that's how do you un-American. feel
0: about—is it—it's Pizza Hut or Domino's or something where they have a bunch of different
1: flavored crusts? Like you get garlic, you, no, you get this that's and that. That's churching
0: it up too much. Just oh, see, I think
1: I was thinking that that might Feneurs. incentivize me to eat it. I would eat the crust if I'm still hungry, but if there's no cheese, like some pe- people order these. Like expensive like Roman style pizzas. And they're like, there's one plop of mozzarella and it's just sauce. Like, oh, cool. Just Ugh. a pile of heartburn and carbs. Can't wait. I'd be happy without sauce. I prefer a white pizza. You're a special kind of sociopath. <laughs> I don't like a
0: red. You need a little bit of red. No, I like the I like the white sauce.
1: I don't like, I don't like a creamy sauce. And this is, you know what? This is why we'll never be best friends. That's the
0: reason. That's the reason. That's what's holding us apart is we can't split a pizza. You're checking your Tinder. I'm trying to find all the flavors. You're like, I'm trying to download the Domino's app. I wanted to see, because Pizza Hut has like seven, I ordered from there once and I was so overwhelmed. They're like, what do you want on the crust? What do you want on a drizzle? I was like. On a drizzle. They have drizzles now where you get a drizzle of something.
1: It's such an American thing. To just, what kind of fat do you what want else your do fat? you want us to
0: throw in there?
1: Pizza Hut is basically like eating pizza on a donut. And do Dunkin' like it's the sweet? It's sweet, it's spongy, and ironically, Dunkin' Donuts is kind of like eating icing on table bread.
0: The oh, ratios yeah, are all problem.
1: off. If you're eating Pizza Hut or Domino's, something has gone wrong. I ooh, I wouldn't agree I, with that. I don't think I've ever meant anything more than what oh, I just said to you that? without blinking. You're okay. Anyways, Uh, I'm not still on the keto diet. Uh, I think a lot of people think I am. I definitely... You were their
0: number one sponsor. I was
1: the number one sponsor. I've definitely had to purchase pants uh, uh, one or two sizes up. And you know what? I might be okay with it. Okay. Um, I'm not okay with it, but I, I can't go through life not eating Sour Patch Kids. Oh,
0: God. Well, fresh. you'll only eat the fresh ones. That's how you stay so skinny, is you won't eat an old Sour Patch
1: kid. Yeah, that's the trick. <laughs> that's the trick. Also, if this is so skinny, high let standards, me know. only the freshest of kids. Keep it fresh. I'm Emily. Have a great day. That's my new Don't touch race. my
0: tail. Keep it fresh.
1: It's no secret that fast fashion and the demand for fashion in general is helping to wreck our planet while well, introducing New Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands with inclusive sizing. And they have fast free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in Newly's state-of-the-art laundering facility. Plus the option to buy what you love. I gifted Newly to a friend whose daughter works in an office where you have to be presentable. And it's trendy. She gets to try out stuff. She always looks fresh at work. She always looks cute. And when she's done with it, which we usually are after wearing something for a while, she can send it right back. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code ELIZA20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com, that's Newly with two U's, and enter the code ELIZA20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's dot com. Newly with two U's, with code ELIZA20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. I do think there's something to be said for ordering something of quality and every once in a while getting a nice package in the mail with a product that you're going to own for a long time. synthetic pesticides, formaldehyde. I bet you didn't know that was in your sheets. And their signature sheets come in 14 versatile colors and they come in sizes from twin all the way up to California king. And Boland Branch has a 30-night worry-free guarantee, which means you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them for any reason, you can send them right back with free returns on all U.S. orders. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl and Branch. Go to bowlinbranch.com slash Eliza for 15% off your first sheet set, plus free shipping. That's Bowl and Branch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D, branch.com slash Eliza for 15% off. Exclusions apply. See site right for details.
0: Eliza, Caitlin L. from Facebook wants to know, do you think there's a cutoff age for women to lose their virginity? In other words, is there an age where men find it repulsive if you're still a virgin by a certain point in your
1: life? What? No. A cutoff age? First of all, I mean, I think if dudes had their way, they'd be fucking all chicks all the time. (laughs) I, I... I don't think it's up for – here. you know what? I'll answer it in a better way. I don't think it's up for anyone to decide when you should or shouldn't lose your virginity. That is a personal thing. There's already so much societal pressure to do it by a certain age, and then we think it's weird if you haven't had sex by a certain time. Some people are asexual. Some people are uncomfortable. Some people had something bad happen to them, and they don't want to have sex. Some people never have sex. It's no one's fucking business. That's the other thing. You don't know. You run into a guy and he's like, oh, a virgin? Oh, so fucking hot because I I almost set myself on fire on a plane and I was promised a virgin. And then you'll meet a guy that's like, I don't want that mental responsibility. So it's no – you're going to be vilified either way. There is no cutoff. Men are going to find you repulsive as a woman after 18. (laughs) Anyway, Uh, if you're still a virgin by a certain point in your life, you might want to ask yourself what happened and why. But maybe you just – don't have interest in sex. Some people are like that. Some people are like that and they just want a drizzle. <laughs> no, of course not. Cut-off age. You know what? It's interesting. There's a cut-off age for so, that society puts on us for so much. Having kids. Well, nature does that one. <laughs> at a certain point, you just can't. Science um, is fighting it every step of the way. Science is fighting it. But that is that is your personal choice if you can help it. And it's no one's business. So you know what? You close it up. <laughs> you keep it damned. You close it up and you lock it up and you decide when it comes out. Okay. Unless you just get shit can and whoops a daisy. It's it's whatever. It's so personal. It's so not up for anyone to say. Great. Glad that they asked. Also, I'm sorry. It's creepy if a guy's like, I need a virgin. That means he has like a weird, like shrimp wiener and he doesn't (laughs) want anyone, any woman to have to compare it to another. That's why dudes are so into virgins. It's like, you can have a tight vagina and have sex with multiple men. I know, because I do. Oh, <laughs> but God. I think that's, what, like, biblically, I think this whole, like, weird thing stemming from, like, I want a virgin. Like, she's pure. That way she doesn't know how fucking weird my dick is. You can't shame a guy for having a small dick or a weird one if you have nothing to compare it to. Ideally, you would marry this girl at 12, and she'd be like, he is my king. His It's gray. I love that it. it's shaped like a thumb
0: and doesn't move. So you're saying to anyone who is thinking about losing their virginity, they should Google penises Dicks. and Dicks, see Dicks, Dicks, Dicks. what they look like so they can
1: shame appropriately. appropriately. No, you know what? Critique. You might love a small penis. That's okay, too. The honest truth is there's too much discussion about it, and it's your personal choice. Most things actually are. I always think about that like when women have C-sections versus regular birth. and People are like, how did you do it? None of your fucking business. Why, so you can shame her? How'd they pull those babies out of you? Where'd the hole happen? Where'd the hole? Welcome back to where <laughs> did the Hole Happen. A discussion about filling manholes in West Hollywood.
0: <laughs> I am a twin, so I was a C-section. What and the hole? My sister is a minute older, and I don't think it counts if you were just pulled out in a random
1: order. Can I tell you something? What? It 100% counts. No, it doesn't, because it's not like it's
0: not like she shot out first. A doctor reached in and goes, I'll just pluck
1: out this one. He picked her first, and that's got to stick Probably because she had
0: a lot of hair, and I didn't have
1: any. And you they have- were like, well, wait. <laughs> For it to grow some more hair for the next minute, yeah,
0: we'll see. We'll see. She needs those extra nutrients for that extra minute. We were very early as well. Rub so. some amniotic
1: fluid on the bald one. Oh, she shouldn't have. You're uh, you're white. You shouldn't have a full head of hair.
0: I Latino mean it babies a full come out, head, but it was a solid. And I was bald for a very long time. A lot of pictures of us as babies in a stroller. Yeah. Me bald, her f- head full of hair. Me just ripping it right off of her.
1: Yeah, you do have a, a weird latent hostility, latent and blatant toward your sister, which is weird because you have a very hairless body, but like a lot of hair on your head. Like, I look at your arms all the time. I know you're very interested by my arm. Your arm is the full torso of a newborn baby. That's how soft it looks. <laughs>
0: I have a lot of hair on my head. My haircuts take a long time. Thanks for listening, you guys. Have a great day. All right. <laughs> okay. Terribly tired. And it's T-A-R-A-B-L-Y, which is pretty good. Her name's probably Tara. Terribly dot-tired. Yeah, terribly dot-tired says, Advice for introverts who feel obligated to go out to make their friends happy. Now, this is not
1: you. No, I don't know how old you are. I feel like that's a very young person thing. Like, please come out with us. Only in movies. Does a a gaggle of 40-year-old women show up and be like, Emily, you need a date. We're dressing you up. We're spending our precious time on making you feel good. And we're getting you laid. Your friends don't give a fuck. Like some of my best friends, I go, I could be dead. They would have no idea. And sometimes I wish I was dead and that they didn't know. And they'd be like, I wish I checked in more. And that's my own dark fantasy. Your friends don't care. If they care, that's selfish. Hopefully Uh they have other friends. Uh Uh-huh. To go out, to make them happy. Why? You don't sound like you're so the life of the party if you're the introvert. Like, I, oh, we gotta invite I would argue, here's the thing that I
0: think about, because I would love to spend every day in my home with the lights off. I try to give that to you. I, <laughs> I know. I'd love to spend every evening by myself. But... Really? No, I mean, no. I like hanging out with people, no. but... I think that you can only say no to someone a certain number of times before the friendship is dead. So if someone's like, hey, do you want to hang out tomorrow? And you're like, oh, I can't, whether that's legitimate or not. And they're like, well, what about the next week? Oh, no, I can't. By the third time, the friendship is over. So you do have to put in, like, every fifth ask. You have to put in something. You have to at least make plans and hope they cancel them. Or it's done.
1: It's not a friendship anymore. It's just a relationship. It's just... Uh, you just are two people that know each other. I felt that way. I've reached out to like I'm I don't I'm not an introvert. I'm also not like, hey, life of the party, here I come. <laughs> but like, you know, it's harder to make friends as you get older. So I'll see like a writer or someone that I meet at an event, like a, a girl. Mm-hmm. And I'll be like, Hey, do you wanna get coffee or hang out? Like and I thought we were cool and like they just keep saying no. <laughs> and then you to, like see them at an event and you're like, hey, remember when hey. you rejected me a lot and like I totally acted like I was cool with it? I'm busy too. Okay, but I mean I've done that
0: initial coffee though, and then after that been like d- if do I reach out again? Do I let
1: them? If they, I've just let a few of those die because I'm like, I did the first one. I'm not asking again. Well, then there's things like, okay, like I went to this Netflix women dinner and I got into a lovely conversation with Britt Marling who created the OA. Mm-hmm. And we just agreed with each other on all these things about feminism. And I was like, holy shit, this girl is beautiful and she's smart and I want to hear what she says. So we had to, we wanted to plan a coffee. We both mm-hmm. are obviously busy. But we had to plan it, like, a month out. And there was this stick Like, we both, like, we're doing this coffee, and you don't want to reveal to the other one that you're a piece of shit by canceling. Mm-hmm. We did the coffee, and then at the end—we uh, had, like, lunch. Yeah. And at the end, it was like, we must do this again another time. We probably won't anytime soon just because we just did it and we have no other connection. Right. But that window was open. Yes. More open with her than some of my, like, acquaintances (laughs) where I'm like, I've canceled. If you've asked me to hang out multiple times or if you asked me to do your show multiple times and I always say no, the answer will be no forever. Oh, no. This is a hard lesson for some people. I have in my phone bookers of shows. Hey, you want to stop by? It's this Sunday. I'm like, I've literally said no to you eight months in a row. How are you not picking up on this trend? And I think it's a guy thing. Like, I'll just keep asking. Yes, and eventually maybe I'll break down. But the point is, your question was about making your friends happy. The answer is, don't be selfish. If it's someone's birthday, like, mm-hmm. you would want them to show up for your birthday. Mm-hmm. Or if it's somebody's, like, an event, you do want to show that support. And sometimes you have to go if you don't want to. But if your friends are hanging their happiness on you coming out, then that's on them.
0: Well, and it also said like, maybe you're talking about not just necessarily them being happy, but to stay their friend. Like, yeah. Them never seeing you will make them
1: sad because you guys won't be friends anymore if you never ever hang out again. Got to make the effort, yeah. Even if it's forcing a coffee or a seven hour brunch with your friend Oof. and her boyfriend.
0: Put a put a time limit on it. Be like, I got a place, I got to be.
1: Ooh, that's always good. Let's
0: get breakfast.
1: And you can always lie and be like, Oh, my thing got canceled. If you're, ha- it's like, like you're a date. Having a great time, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or be like, Oh, I have violent diarrhea. I have to get out of here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or go see a movie with them. Because then you just just do something you would have done by yourself and let them come with you. I, though, have a hard time with that. Because if I want to see a movie, I want
1: to see it at the time I want to go. And I want to sit where I want to sit. I will say that I am that kind of friend where I'm like, I want to do something now. Who's ready now? I need friends that are very flexible.
0: You need at night to be like, I want to have dinner right now. Work just ended. Please come to my home. Yeah.
1: Uh, If it's 10 o'clock, if you like eating dinner at 10 o'clock at night. (laughs) At places that are, like, a little overpriced where you're not getting a lot for your money, I'm the you're friend for set. you. I know.
0: You were trying to figure out your plans in an upcoming city, and you were like, I got to find someone there to have dinner with. I did. I did a did an Emily's List event.
1: Here, I did this thing for Emily's List. It's this women, like, pro-choice women's voter sort of thing where they um they support Democratic women who are running that are pro, pro-choice. pro And they asked me to come to an event. And I was in San Francisco. I wasn't in Des Moines. I was in San Francisco. And the event ended at eight, and my plan was to meet another woman at this event that was cool and worked for the organization, and get her to eat dinner with me. And Uh I did. Uh That was my plan. Sometimes we overplan. We're like, I'm going to do this, and I'll just go back to my hotel. I'm in San Francisco. It's one of the best cities in the world. I'm making friends with someone. We're going to share a meal. (laughs) She even paid for it. Oh wow! That was definitely not my objective.
0: You had a you had a good night. I had a chicken. Oh, boy. All right. (laughs)
1: All right. It's rambling now.
0: Okay. Well, then. Well, then. Lisa A says, do you see in the faces of the audience that many women
1: get your jokes, but the men sit there in uncomfortable silence? Uh, You're assuming I see the faces, which is assuming that I'm looking at the audience. Well, you
0: just see like a light blur,
1: correct? I tend to not look. First of all, it's very dark. uh, And I tend to stare at the horizon. You know, sometimes if you can see the audience in the front, you can look at them, but that's not really how I operate. Uh, This question feels very pointed, Lisa A. Um, I don't think I would be where I am if men were in uncomfortable silence. I don't think the USO would keep having me back. Uh, And I don't think the amount of men that attend would. I will actually go the other way. There are – I think men are given license to laugh at anything they want, and I've seen women sometimes get uncomfortable When I say something that's very honest or personal or maybe quote unquote gross, you see girls that are like, oh, I don't want to laugh because I don't want him to think that's me. And a lot of times you'll see girls kind of get reserved and I'm thinking, oh, they're not having fun. Like it's almost like they're they've not been told by society like it's okay if you lose your shit and laugh. So it's really the other way. Um, So, yeah, I actually find it the opposite more than anything. Mm hmm. There will always be that person in the front row that's just not smiling. And they actually, you have to remember sometimes they are having a good time and they're just listening so intently. Not everybody laughs out loud. I'm a comic. I don't tend to laugh out loud. And the choice that you have to make as an artist is do I attack this person or just realize that they're just weird? I mean working at a comedy club, I had to
0: perfect my – my interested laugh because they will make dead eye contact with you and I could be thinking it's funny and not laughing and so yeah. I do not like I do not like being in an eye line of the comedian because some people like it they'll sit right in the front oh. and look, I hope you pick on me I'm like I've got work to do no because if somebody is bad I, I used to try to like oh. laugh to be polite but now if they say something offensive or whatever I will truly just stare dead eye
1: at them I also I will say this I'm not concerned with someone sitting, and particularly a man sitting in uncomfortable silence, not everybody is going to get every joke, but Mm -hmm. I do pride myself on kind of evening it out. If I take a shot at a girl, then I take a shot at a guy. And that's just how my sensibility is. So if you're uncomfortable for three seconds, don't worry, your punchline's coming. Mm -hmm. I'm a professional. There's just no version where I'm just like, and another thing about women and men suck. Like, that's just not the act. So- The answer is no, that's not my experience. If anything, it's the opposite.
0: Well, and you get a lot of questions from people that are aspiring comedians, but at the level that you're at, a lot of the shows you do, those people are there for you. Yeah, they're not there to... When you're at the comedy store, you might get a
1: rando that's there to see the opposite of you. Sure. But at
0: your shows, it's your fans.
1: Yeah. And you know what? I love it when people aren't there to see me and I get them anyway. I love it when it's like a group of bros... And I'll make fun of them. I'll be like, you're all in flannel. I know you're here to see Mark Maron. You're all giant and Jack. You're all here to see Joe. And when you get them as a comic, when you make someone who isn't like you laugh, that's how you know you've done your job. You're like, wow, I'm connecting with you. Like, I got you. I said it to the crowd last night because they were weird up top. And then I got them. And I was like, I got you, motherfuckers. You <laughs> thought I was, oh, she's confident for a woman. And I got you. I'm like, Mr. Bubbs. Yeah, I got this on camera. Ah. <laughs> that dog. My favorite. Your I, favorite. I watch dog. it like four times before I go to bed. Aww. Okay. Jamie S. wants to know
0: do you ever get homesick anymore or at least being anonymous? What? I assume like homesick for being anonymous. I think fame would be hard to deal with, they say. I don't understand the anonymous part. Fa- I talk don't... about homes. You're out on the road. Do oh, you oh, got miss it. your old
1: lifestyle? Your old, your. Well, define home. Like, is homesick, oh, I miss my childhood home? Is home, I miss LA? Let's talk about. Your home right now that you live in. I don't really get homesick. Mm -hmm. I miss uh, sometimes. Like I usually bring Blanche. I don't like being away from her. But this is also my constant companion for the last nine years, almost. You know, so that's like a huge part of that. But she's usually with me. I don't get homesick because L. A. is while it is my home and I do like like it here. It's such a rat race. It's so exhausting, and I am so. Fraught with so many emotions, being like in this city. It's such a competitive city. It's so exhausting. This is where my job is. I welcome the chance to leave. If it's another country, another state, I love that perspective connecting with different fans and different people, seeing our country, seeing the world. Um, And I actually take it as a source of pride that I don't really get homesick. Yes, I love going for late night dinners with my husband and having a drink with him, but. When you are on the road as much as a comic is or as much as I am, it's not really a feeling I get. I don't think I do get homesick. You must create your comforts, but no. And the anonymous thing, I have to be honest, it's so sweet when people say that I'm famous. There's obviously different levels of fame. There's, like, Angelina Jolie fame, and then there's, like, I know that guy from, like, the Enterprise car commercial fame. I'm in this weird sort of toiling and comedic obscurity, nebulous place um, so it's not bad. It's not like I'm getting chased down the street or anything. No, but you do get recognized in Erewhon. There are certain locations. Wherever white people are. <laughs> no, but I also, it does, ever since the special came out, there is that moment where you're like, I need to watch myself just a little bit more. Because all it takes is you having one bad day and one person sees it and then all of a sudden everyone thinks you're a fucking you can't monster. can't be
0: picking your nose in the streets. Yeah, it's people slapping are slapping children. Can't be slapping
1: kids like I used to. Walking down the street with a bottle of vodka in your hand. Well, right, <laughs> totally. Just down Beverly. I you had a
0: special that just came out. She's
1: not doing well. It's one of those things where it's like a Murphy's Law. Like, not so much what can go wrong will go wrong, but the idea that, like, it's when you're not suspecting it, that's when people will find you. Nobody's going to see when I tip. A hundred dollars to a waiter. Nobody's going to see when I donate money. Nobody's going to see when I hold open a door or do something kind. What they will see is the one time I like snipped at someone Mm -hmm. or the one time I was rude. So at this level of fame, the visibility is such that if you fuck up, people make a meal of it. But when you do things that are that you do something good, they're like, okay, so what? Nobody cares. It's that weird level. So I don't miss. I mean, this is what we have worked toward. I wish people would just be a little bit kinder in general. I'm not homesick. Yeah. No. Huh. No, you just miss me and Blanche. Yeah, I miss. I do miss you. You were not at at my house the other day, and I woke up without you. Because what I do is I have Emily topless serve me breakfast in bed. (laughs) No, it was weird not to have you. You miss your routine, whatever small routine I've carved out for myself. But I don't have that, like, childhood home that my parents kept, and I miss that. That's gone.
0: Oh, right. You were upset about that on another episode.
1: It's yes, another episode.
0: You'll have to tune into. it. I bragged episode. about my childhood home being the same for 30 years.
1: Well, what do you know? You were born bald and you're going to die that way. <laughs> <laughs> Next That's quite—that's my answer, Jamie S. I think she says I think fame would be hard to deal with. It is weird to be under a microscope randomly. Like, randomly people will notice a tweet, a thing you said, a thing mm-hmm. you did— But then they don't see any of the good stuff. So you're really only judged on your last poor action. And that's frustrating. Right. I don't know. I got it okay. Sometimes I get free lotion and stuff like that.
0: Jill P says, okay, <laughs> okay. why did my parents make being an adult look so easy? Being an adult is not, I repeat, not
1: easy. Any tips on making it easier?
0: Do you feel you're a good adult?
1: Yeah, I do. I think I'm a responsible one. Mm-hmm. By the way, your parents didn't make it look easy. You just had nothing to compare it to. And if you go and ask them, they'll be like, I don't know. I was just doing the best I could. Like, think about all the morons that are parents out there. Think about your friends who are certifiable maniacs, but were able to procreate. For the most part, aside from, like, homemaker bloggers, most people don't have everything figured out. You know it figured out? My neighbor, Bonnie. <laughs> She's, like, a mom with a 14-year-old daughter, and every time I have a question, I go over to her house. Mm-hmm. She's got it figured out. I think being a parent makes you, like, a a uh, more aware adult. She has a watchful eye on happenings in the neighborhood. Yeah, but, like, most stuff that comes to me, like, in my mail, I just throw it out. Like, there's a lot of stuff I just... If you are voting and you are putting your trash out on the right day mm-hmm. and you're not making the world a worse place, you're doing a good job. How did
0: people be adults before Google, do you think? Because I can Google anything. I can Spoken fix a Spoken word,
1: I handed can... down... uh passages and stories and lore I and also things were harder like if you wanted ice like a hundred years ago like somebody had to bring you a block and you had to chip at it and now they do it like shitty hipster bars uh huh people also had less pressures like it was like you need to have a kid by 12 hopefully you don't (laughs) die of consumption here's a cow uh
0: huh
1: It was shitty back then. Everybody had bad teeth and bad breath, and everybody was shitting themselves, and it was filthy. (laughs) What about, like— Everybody was dying. 50 years ago, I have to
0: constantly Google, what's that sound my car is making? What's that sound my cat is making? What's
1: that sound my refrigerator is making? Well, that's just because we live in a fear culture. The cat Mm. is making a meow. The car is making a vroom. Your refrigerator is probably shitty because it came with the apartment we're all expecting things to be the worst when really things are usually quite average and you're googling it but your mechanic then has to google it your doctor has to google it mm-hmm. we were we used to have to share information like if you didn't know something you'd have to go ask someone what was that one song and I have to ask the one friend that has the record that knows the thing and now we're also self contained Uh, Some would say we are communicating less uh, as communication uh, grows (laughs) deeper and stronger. What is that? What is that? It's Top of the Cob. It's the top of the cob. We're doing it right every day. You just take a bite. Top of the cob. Okay. My top of the cob is less important than my bottom of the cob. So I'll just quickly get through top of the cob because I am fired up, y'all, about my bottom of the cob top of the cob is a shared alcoholic punch bowl.
0: <laughs> I don't know. When
1: you go to like a bar or a restaurant, they'll have on the menu sometimes punch bowls or like a drink that's shareable, like a tiki drink or absolute elixir does something in like a brass pineapple and it's like a little bit more than two drinks and people are meant to share it. And I think that's fun cuz it's uh because I always try to drink more than my share. Because I'm like, well, who's to say? There's a bunch of ice in here, and we're <laughs> splitting it. I was, just, I was just chugging along. So it's a great way to get a lot of bang for your buck, and someone's got to share it with you. Oh, you love someone
0: else's, like, splashback. Don't spin. share
1: food with me, because I will eat as much as I can while you're not looking. And then be like, <laughs> I don't know. It's an I know. instinct. You you really you eat as though you're fighting for your life. I will eat it like taking it out of the microwave, and I'll just start putting in like <laughs> bits of it. I was staying at my friend Lori Gibbs' house, and we ordered dry ribs from Earl's, which is like my favorite dish in Canada. Did she get to eat any of them? I kept saying to her, like, take as many as you want, because I'm just gonna. Just take what you want. And she's like, oh, just take these two. I'm like, them's fighting words because I'm eating the rest of these. And I ate some while she was in the bathroom. And I ate some while she was, like, setting the table. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm scrappy.
0: Scrappy.
1: (laughs) What's your top of the cob?
0: My top of the cob is a nice breeze. I, you suck. That's what a top of the car. Right. Why? It is when you don't have AC in your car and you roll down your windows oh. and you hope for the best. So we
1: do know what that sound was your car was making. My car making gasp of free. a lot
0: of sounds, but when you roll it down and it's yep. a hot day out, but then just one, a breeze will just hit you and then it's gone as quick as it came.
1: But boy, it sure was nice. That was very nostalgic. <laughs> that was like such a grandpa way, but also like a very Japanese thing to appreciate. <laughs> nice breeze. It is nice. When you're walking around outside, it's hot. You get a. Yeah, you're right. It offsets how hot it is. Yeah. And then you get a sunburn because like, but it was breezy. <laughs> All right. Do your bottom of the cob because so I'm going to rant on my bottom, yours. my bottom of the
0: cob. My bottom of the cob is earthquakes. We had one recently. I thought it was a very fat person walking up the stairs to my apartment. I got scared and then it kept going and I just braced for impact and made eye contact with my cat and hoped for the best. And it's earthquake season now, and I'm scared. Is that a thing? It, earthquake for sure season? It has
1: to do with, like, temperatures no, and winds. No, and- Plate tectonics are not beholden to atmospheric for temperature. Sure. 1,000% nay. Unless we're talking about a pressure. I, I just don't think. Hurricane season, maybe. hmm But you're saying... 100 miles underground. On in. Technics. I think we just got, well, okay,
0: maybe the okay, season has to so. do with when you get one, you get a bunch because something has shifted. That and sounds that doesn't sound
1: shifting. Mm-hmm. That doesn't sound like a fishwife. When fear-monger. one thing
0: shifts, why wouldn't other things shift? Oh, other you mean like when it rains, shifting. it pours?
1: <laughs> you belong no. in the 50s. No, no I ice don't. Cubes.
0: No, I don't. But I'm, there's going to be more, and I'm not ready for it. I don't have a kit. I don't have room in my home for one. I don't want to keep all that water that's going to go
1: bad. Why is the water going bad? Where are you living?
0: It's the the plastic Chernobyl. seeps into the true. The thing true. I don't. Why I, I don't want to do it. Okay. So I'm just gonna die in my home, like God intended.
1: Well, for sure, you will definitely die in that apartment with your cat. Uh, but hopefully not before you're done paying off the time you have owed me.
0: <laughs> I will protect her with my body, and I will just die. I was thinking, Blanche. Today, I had the weird thought a car could just hit me if it wanted to as I was walking Blanche. I just had, and a car went by so fast. And I was thinking, would I be better off picking Blanche up? And holding her to protect her or setting her free and hoping she knows to get out of the way. Oh, uh, I can answer
1: that. She Which definitely would do? not know to get out of the way. So I
0: should pick her up because yes. that was
1: my instinct. She has no concept of oncoming traffic.
0: Is that I, if somebody was like death proof yes. style coming for me. Yes. And they wanted to get us. I'm going to scoop her up rather Your than body. say, go, go.
1: No, she doesn't understand go unless there's food on the other side of the street. Yes, so I'm going to scoop her up. Your body will have to absorb the Absor- impact yeah. of a small sedan. I was prepared for that. Also, that as a mother, as an animal mother, you should do that, uh, and her your memory will live on through the stories Blanche tells of your mercy.
0: I mean, that was my first. I was truly debating this as I, because some you know people are tearing
1: up those streets. She has no. It's interesting. She has no concept of what an oncoming car no. is, but if a chair moves in the kitchen, she is terrified. She's like, this is the end.
0: She would love to stand in the middle of the street all all the live long day. That's why we have to protect her. Okay.
1: I uh-huh. have to sit in a relaxed position. Oh, God. My butthole is fully relaxed for this because I will get Whoa. so angry. My bottom of the cob is this, and I have chosen not to say this on Instagram, and I've chosen not to name the store because my goal here is not to shame them or get anyone fired, but it is to dispel some untruth. Oh. I was on a store in Abbott Kinney, and they had bras, and it looked like a cool store, so I walked in, and I asked— What's with these bras? Like, what makes them so special? Well, just, like, sell it to me. Like, Uh it's, uh you know, because it was, like, a curated thing. And she was like, oh, you know, because by the mannequins, you could tell that they were for girls that had, like, a bigger bust. Mm -hmm. And I do. And it's always a a challenge to find, like, a cool bra. And she goes, they don't really hold you up. And then I looked at the pictures, and I noticed the bras didn't fit these women. A lot of bras don't fit women. And even in the ads, like, their boobs are just kind of there. Whether you're saying it's a tool of the patriarchy or are conforming to social expectations of our bodies, I want my bra to lift. It always makes you look thinner. Your boobs feel better. Okay? So I said, oh, how does it lift? She goes, well, it doesn't really. And I go, okay. And then she goes, because we don't use underwires because they cause cancer. That's when I turned on my heels and I was like, oh, okay. You're a fucking idiot. You cannot be saying this to people. (laughs) I walked outside and in front of—I don't even know if it was that store or another store. They had, like, a chalkboard, you know, like, sale this way. And another store had a sign in chalk that said, try our bras. They don't have underwires, which cause cancer. This this is, like, the vaccine thing. Like, you cannot go around saying there is—and I did the research. I did just as much research as you fucking maniacs, which is almost none, but it's true. There is no correlation— between underwires and breast cancer. And if you said that to a woman who had breast cancer, I think she would be very offended. There was one study done that correlated women with underwires because they were slightly larger and being overweight can cause cancer. So women who don't need underwires perhaps have smaller breasts, so they don't need an underwire, they don't care, whatever. But either that's the ethos of the store, and they pass it down to this, like underpaid employee or it's her own whack job snake handler belief and she chose to espouse that to me, a customer. It was so socially irresponsible and I thought about like DMing them to be like, just see, I don't, but I don't want to get this girl fired. This is like a young girl who's obviously stupid and I don't want to take her job away. I also don't want to start a war and like die on a hill at like this level. I don't want to be that, but you should know that your employees at a retail store without a degree or research, you cannot be telling something that most women wear causes cancer.
0: Which store was the sign I'm not going to tell you the store. No, I'm sorry. The store, it was the sign on the store that were, you were in or it was a different I store. wasn't positive
1: because I was in such a blind rage when I walked out. My poor husband's like, all right, well, we'll just take it easy. <laughs> I saw another chalkboard. So that might have been in front of a different store or maybe it was for their store and it was a couple feet away. Uh-huh. Whether it's the one store or more than one store, the idea is that people are walking around telling this to people. Uh-huh. Sales girls are giving me health advice. No. no. Underwires do not cause cancer. She was like, because they poke you. Yeah, they fucking poke when the bra doesn't fit right. Every woman owes it to herself. Go to... I used to have to go, it's in my book, Girl Logic, I used to have to go to a store called Loretta's Intimate Apparel, where my mom would take me and have some, like, 60-year-old Eastern European woman scoop you into a good-fitting bra so you can know what it feels like. Because I guarantee you are wearing the wrong bra. And that, I was uh, incensed. Underwires do not cause breast cancer. You're a fucking piece of shit for telling people that. I'm sorry. That's like saying vaccines cause autism. Like, where are you getting this? What if I totally believe they did? Okay. Oh, Anyways, God. it makes me angry because it's so unhealthy and it's fear-mongering. Also, you can sell a subpar bra. I'll show you the pictures. These bras <laughs> don't even fit the models. <laughs> you know what I need an underwire for? Fucking moving.
0: What? They were like, we need a hook. Our bras are bad. What are oh we going tell people? Oh, our bras are scientifically the safest bras. Come on out. I got a bra for you. It's made of twine and it's a noose. That's what That's what it is. What about that, that sketch? It's just somebody else's two hands holding them up. Like behind. the Janet Jackson
1: album cover? Yeah. I'll take that. <laughs> but I feel like if a dude did it, he'd, he'd be smushing them the whole time like, oh, these feel great. I'm like, quick. So you need to hire eyeballs. a
0: woman to stand behind you and hold your breasts
1: up. Well, guess who that—I'm looking Aww. at her. I'm looking at her. Do you know that Kara had to do that once, my manager? I was getting was- ready— for the upfronts and my dress (laughs) required that I be taped in Uh and I had to hold my breast while she taped it up. Uh Same for my wedding dress. So she
0: had to get real in there. She
1: was like holding my boob and I was like, this is why you get get 10% of my career. (laughs) That was top and bottom of the cub. Underwires do not cause breast cancer. That girl's a fucking moron. She works for an evil company that I shall not shame on the pod. But if she wants to get out of her weird
0: cult, we'll give her some pamphlets. And Emily needs an assistant. <laughs> Vacations are always good. Sometimes they're even great. And Celebrity Cruises is about to ruin all of that. Because once you explore with us, you'll never want a vacation any other way. And with new quick Caribbean escapes, you'll never want a weekend any other way either. Celebrity Cruises, nothing comes close. Visit Celebrity.com, call
1: 1-800-CELEBRITY, or contact your travel advisor. Ships Registry, Malta and Ecuador. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It happened to me. I didn't think it would, but it happened to me. I had a nasty bout of postpartum depression. Now, there's nothing to be ashamed about in talking about what you're dealing with, and there's nothing to be ashamed about in talking about it with to someone from BetterHelp. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists at any time. No additional charge and it doesn't hurt their feelings. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com Eliza today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Eliza.